ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen boys, boys and girls, girls, smarks and marks all over the world. Grab a seat or take it easy uh, on your feet as we set up our gear. Lend us your ear. Because your boys, King Mac Millie and Jake Classic, are about to put on some podcast action. So get psyched and turn to the smart side. Because uh. Smart Psychology Podcast starts now. Yeah, what it do, what it do, it's your boy, Kid Classic, J Classic, that's right, K-L-A-S-S-I-C-K, you already know your boy spelling with a K, because your boy is just so sick with it, so come on in the room, come on in the room after we have some raw classic talk, and talk some WWE raw, you know, talk some dirt sheet talk, and you know, talk a little bit of, you know, maybe a little bit of what's wrong AEW. Let's just talk some wrestling, cause there's always some great news going on. But let's let's just talk some talk and let's talk some wrestling. That's what we're here for, right? Share our smart psychology. <laughs> yeah, you already know, man. Today is Monday, so it's the Raw Classics Day. I'm not joined by my brother, but it is me. It is me. Yes, right, your boy Classic. Where they talk some talk. First time, man. How was your day? I hope everybody's day has been well. I hope every day, everybody's day has been plentiful. I hope that you know everybody was able to chase their dreams today. You feel me? Whatever it may be, whatever it may be, getting the rest. It may be you know really chasing a dream of uh, of a certain job or anything. Just I'll I'll be able to accomplish something. You know, let, let's start speaking some more, you know, affirming things on Mondays. You feel me? All right, you know, just throughout the week, you know, and let, let's start out our show like that. But yes, yes, it's your boy, Mr. Clough. And you know, it's a pretty good role. I, I think we're going to have a pretty good sell or no sell segment. Um, uh, Raw is raw, getting better and better, but of course, what is there to expect as you as we are now in? Triple H era fully, and uh, he's continuing, continuing, continuing to show that he is raising the bar every, every time, every time. But yeah, man, let's talk some wrestling. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Now, I also like to give some some early Red Cup awards. You feel me? Because the list for the Black Wrestling Five Hundred came out. And it, it just, it just does my heart, man. It just does my heart good just to see the homies, you see the people that, you know, that you really get supported, you know, like pretty much grow up on since day one, like just, just the, the trajectory that they're going, you know, and the, the trails that they're blazing. But, you know, just Red Cup Awards to, you know, a couple of people that really, to everybody that's on the list, Red Cup Awards to you, because you busted your ass to be on there and you deserve it. Like and it's like, like we said on Twitter, it's nothing but black excellence on that list. Nothing, no, no, all this, all this is black excellence right there. Black wrestling excellence right there. That's, that's, that's all it is. That's all it is. But man, it feels good when you know some people on there too, man. So, shout out to Rev Ron, man, on the list number one seventy three. You feel me? Come on now, man. Man, Revy Ford out. You feel me? Big ups to Rev, bro. Big ups to you, man. Big ups to the fifth ruthless lolly at one fit aim. 
Yeah. Yeah, she doing her thing. Big up also to Alex Kane at number 35. Keith Lee at number 30, uh, 36. I mean, you, oh my gosh, Shane Taylor up there. At, uh, I do believe you were number 34. I was, I was checking to make sure I got that one right. But just shout, out, just shout out to the whole fam that's on the list. Shout out to everybody that's on there, man. Just, it's awesome to just see great wrestling. And just awesome to see your family. You feel me? It's, it's awesome to see when they thrive. You feel me? It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. I just had to get that one out there because I, I am uberly, uberly happy and proud of my family. You feel me? Yeah, dig, man. Yeah. But you know, it's around that time. Time to talk a little bit of wrestling. Talk about, talk, you know, talk a little bit of wrestling now. So let's go ahead. <clears throat> bell ringer. <clears throat> I think it's time to talk some wrestling. Can I get that bell? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So, yeah, man, a lot's been going on through the weekend. A lot uh, has went on. Uh, even tonight on Monday Night Raw. Um, first of all, uh, let, let me just say um, we have been going through some technical difficulties. That's why we've had some some episodes that seem like they uh, like the, they didn't come on time. Like on Sundays, we usually have our big one with just me, me and Mac. But we've been having some some Wi-Fi difficulties, but we, we are making it through. We're making it through, and soon we'll be back in full force very, very soon. But we are still here to give you all of the thoughts and all of the convo energy. And, hey, when you're here to give it back, we appreciate y'all for show, for show. But you already know what time it is. It's time to talk some dirt sheets. Let's see what they're talking about in dirt sheet talk with dirt sheet talk, dirt sheet talk, yeah. Oh, oh, ah, God, get away from me. Get away from me. What? None of your business. Hey, you better, hey, you better leave my wife alone. God damn it. God damn dirt sheets. I'll tell you, man, these dirt sheets, they have no respect. No respect for person. None at all. None at all. But yeah, man, let's see what we got a little bit in the dirt sheets, a little bit of talk we got going on in here. Um, One of them, um, Fightful, uh, Fightful Select, reported about uh, FTR and um, pretty much he, he speaks on, they speak on CM Punk and pretty much what he has done for the locker room. And I think that that's very, that's very, very important in this whole story. And again, um, you know, I'm one man, you know, everybody got their side. Everybody got, of course, what they're doing. And look, I get it. You know, on one hand, yes. I, I feel like everybody was unprofessional. You know, since you know, it's still located a conversation and whatnot. You know, you know, everybody was unprofessional. Let's, let's let's just put it that way, duh. And but especially for some EVPs, come on, let's go. Like, do, do y'all really, y'all really believe that it was just a, just a simple? Hey, I'm walking in. Come on now, y'all. Of course, you'll be pissed off if somebody just you know with the town on you on the mic anywhere. I already know it's okay. But, you know, after this, you know, there's been a whole talk of, oh, you know, Punk is the cancer now in the in the locker room and all this. And it, 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 it's just real funny how stuff like that change on a dime. And again, I don't blame Punk for that at all. Not one bit. 
But I'm glad that there are people like FTR to shed some light on, okay, if he's such a cancer and if he didn't care about the locker room, uh, they they mentioned, you know, him helping the likes of Darby Allen, you know, the, the likes of even Dan Housen asking Punk for advice and Punk will say, hey, come in my locker room and I'll talk to y'all. You know, if ah man, it, and like that, I can believe that. You feel me? Again, not saying not saying that the scrum thing wasn't unprofessional and all that. And yes, I hate that this have to happen. But hey, if I have to, if I had to pick a side to what I'm looking at and seeing and all this, I'm saying Punk. If I'm picking a side of a locker room. Punk FTR and the rest of them. That's on F. Yeah, I'm I'm on that one. I'm like, shoot, I want it to thrive, but you gotta want it to thrive the right way. And shit, that's how that's how I gotta go. But um, I'm I'm again, I'm glad that FTR, you know, you know, put that out there because you know it's it was seeming one sided a lot. You know, you you know how that goes. You feel me? But um, it, it was. It was there was a lot of one sidedness with that. So I'm, but I'm glad that you have there are other people that have spoken up and you know said, look, like all in all, all this other stuff, uh, punk is a good dude. So I'm I'm glad that some people are speaking up for that. But and also, you know, in tune with that, it's funny how you know this is not a it's not a real dirt sheet, but it was a tweet that came out right while this, you know, all this debauchery is going on in AEW. And, you know, a Mr. as uh, MJF called him, the coaster, you know, Cody Rhodes, came out and um, put out a tweet that said, uh, a little cryptic tweet. <laughs> and he said, and people wonder why I left. <laughs> hey, because you do know that Cody is signed to an NDA, and I do believe that um, even Tony is too, so they both cannot talk about, you know, the reasons or any of that. But with the need to talk about it when <laughs> they put it on full force in front of everybody already. You feel me? So once again, um for for that whole segment for uh for FTR speaking of CM Punk, I am definitely down for that. And I, I I am believing on that side. But you guys let me know how you feel. You know, um one, are you tired of hearing about it? Are you tired of talking about it? Are you on a certain side? Are you just like, look, I just want to watch good wrestling. Let me know, man, um, how you feel about it. How do you feel about this bit of news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let me know how you feel. Um, next, after this, we have, um, again, from Fightful. I love Fightful. Just, just shout, shout out to Fightful. Y'all be getting some great news. Y'all be having the best people on, you know, on, on, on just on the move to get the good news, man. Shout out to Sean Ross Sapp. Shout out to Denise Alcedo, shout out to Will, all y'all. Y'all be getting some good stuff. And you know, it just it just make these talks more, more, you know, more better. I, I, I like y'all. Y'all y'all dope. Y'all dope. But um coming from FIFO says, uh Theory Speaky said, I'm pretty confident um a WrestleMania match against John Cena could happen. Now, you know, this is this has been teased for a while, you know. Um we had theory that was on that was on Twitter that that then added John Cena and then John Cena. I, I do believe he replied back a while ago, and you know, so it's it's you know it, it's looking it's, it, you know it, it's going back and forth on with that one. It's going back and forth, but 
hey, I, I, I think I'll be down for that. Um, the only the only thing is, by that time that it happens, I wonder, you know, should that be the time if Theory gets it, gets the um, gets the win? Do we get a push, or do he still get <laughs> punished for being against the man's uh, handpicked person? Uh, when we talk about Raw, we're gonna see he, whoo, all of these promos. All of these promos. He's getting all of the promos, like all of the tough ones. He's getting all the tough love. I don't even know if it's love at this point, but he's getting all of it. He's <laughs> man, it's is it's non-stop. Just 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 non-stop craziness. But you know, the, that's that's it for the dirt sheet talk. Not not too much. I don't want to get too deep in the dirt sheets. I want to get into the thoughts of wrestling. So you know what? Oh y'all, cameraman, get get out of here. Move. Shit. I Shit, hey, get your ass out of here. Move. I'll, I'll fight. I'll punch your camera up. Goddamn dirt sheets. <sighs> telling you, you just can't get enough of them. Just can't get enough of these damn dirt sheets. I'm telling you. But yeah, man, let's talk some wrestling, man. And let's get in a good segment. One of my favorite segments I like to call Sell or No Sell. That's right. We're going to go ahead and review Monday Night Raw. And you tell me, man, um, what are you selling for Monday Night Raw? What are you no-selling? Selling usually means, you know, I, I don't put it up, giving high praise or even moderate praise. But you're selling for it. You, you, you're saying it's a good thing. But if it's a no-sell, it didn't really titillate your juices as uh, <laughs> as a one LA, soon-to-be L.A. Night, I hope so, would say. You know, if it doesn't titillate your juices, hey, you can no-sell it. But just let me know, you know, how you felt about uh, how you felt about this Monday Night Raw as we go through. Hey, and saying what's up to my bro Tristan. That's right, he's in the comments, and he said, "Did Finn Balor think he was pop with that bandana on?" We're gonna talk about that because, yeah, I he looked like a gangster pirate. He looked, I, I swear, like when they did the zoom on him, he looked like he was about to say, "Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me." Arr. Oh, uh, <laughs> I I don't know what the hell that was. That was crazy. But yeah, let, 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 let's talk some Monday Night Raw. Let, let, let's get into this. My first sale that I will sell on what we started out with was a one over uberly. And I, again, I would say uberly over Seth Rollins. This man. Seth Rollins is... I, I remember I saw a post that was like, it's crazy how still in now 2022, The Shield is running all of wrestling right now. You got Roman that is the Uber over in all of WWE, really, but still, you know, SmackDown's his home. So let's say, you know, SmackDown, just uberly over and just the rule over SmackDown for, for all of Fridays. Then you have Seth Rollins that's killing it on Mondays, and you know, another kudos to him because I feel like he's doing something that a lot of people said can't and couldn't be done with Roman being out. Oh, you know, the show's not gonna be interesting, we need the champion. Look what Seth has been doing. You have a great side story right now without a championship. You come on now, like, let's pay attention to these. But man, we have Seth Rollins out, and you know, he pretty much airing his grievances saying, Look, man, I don't want to face. Matt Riddle no more. I'm done. Yes, he let him have his first name back, whatever, but I'm done. I don't, I don't want another match with him again. Riddle said, fuck that. <laughs> we fight. So 
they fought throughout the ring. They fought throughout the arena. Get back to the ring. But, of course, he gets that curb stump because he's still too hot-headed. So, you know, I, I'm loving I'm, I'm, I'm loving this dyma- dynamic, like I said, one, for one reason, because, you know, it's very interesting. It's, it's, um, there's still, I don't know if there's still some actual heat in this, you know, relationship or whatever between those two. You feel me? But there was if it's not anymore. So, you know, I'm really intrigued on seeing what will, you know, go on more through this. You know, this is another uh, started out a shoot that they made it a work. This is what, you know, people are wondering that could happen in AEW. But I don't know. I think the curtain got pulled back too much for that. But we'll see. Tristan says, Seth got the dragon fruit suit swag looking like a Batman villain. Man, he already sounded like the Joker, so you already know he had to get the whole, you know, purple jerk Joker suit. And then I don't know who who told them. I, I somebody had to tell him like, "Hey, uh, y'all do know y'all wore the same color today, right?" Because while he had, came in with the purple on, you had uh, Matt Riddle over here coming in with the same purple and the four twenty. I said, "Oh, okay, so it's just purple today. That's how we know y'all in it." Okay. But yeah, man, I'm definitely selling for the whole, I mean, all of it, all of Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle. Man, I'm totally selling for it. Um, Even, even throughout the day, you had um people asking Seth, so you're really not going to face him in another match? You're really not going to face him? And it even got to the point where now even this feud and Seth Rollins' cockiness is now stemming into a whole nother feud and now we will be seeing Bobby Lashley versus Seth Rollins very soon for the U.S. Championship. And man, I can't wait for that match. That is going to be that's going to be dope as hell. Question to you in the comments, though: Do you think this will be Seth's chance to get some gold? Because you know it's been a long time. It has been a very, very long time since Seth has had any gold at all. So do you think this is the time if this is the, the time for Seth to finally be winning gold and that the US championship will be the one of the first ones? Do you think that it'll be the time or are they gonna shoot him straight to the WWE championship? Let me know. Let me know. Um Tristan says Prince was looking at all the purple, like, yeah. <laughs> hey, rest in peace and Prince in heaven looking like, yes, I told them game blouses. Blouses win every time. <laughs> Tristan, you crazy, homie. You crazy. But yeah, man, de- definitely, definitely a big sale for that. Y'all let me know how y'all feel in the comments, though. Are you selling or no selling for Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins' storyline throughout all of Raw? Once again, all of it. I mean, every segment. And even uh, put in the comments, what was your favorite segment of Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins on Raw. Let me know. Let me know. Got one more, and then we go to the next uh, sale. Or no sale. I'll let y'all know what I have. But uh, we get to the next one after this in the comments, where Tristan says, as much as I like Seth winning the U.S. title, but not right now. I need Gunther versus Lashley at Survivor Series. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You know what? You are very right. And, uh, yeah, I agree with that. Because if... Sheamus versus Gunther was any 
indication to what probably Bobby Lashley versus Gunther would be. Save that shit and yeah, let let's let's have that. Like I, I can't even imagine. Can you imagine Bobby Lashley getting them chops? Oh my god! I, I, uh, I, I don't I don't I don't know if I could even take it. I like a black man with those whips on the chest. I don't know. I don't know. And it's like it, it that came from hands. That's that's disrespectful. I don't know if I could take it. <laughs> But hey, but um, that would be that that would be the right path to go. But still, I think it will be a banger match: Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley. That that got me excited. That got me very excited. This face to face right here. Yeah, I don't know why I got a picture of still a picture of uh, Bobby Lashley's face looking like he just ate a sour head. But you know, that's how it goes. <laughs> um, my next sale, my next sale, and I am selling this on the on the firmest fact that they have changed something that was that started out good that had potential then got made into shit and then triple h come in and then like polishes that shit up a little bit to where it's a little bit more palatable and i am liking it i am firmly sports entertained and that is the story of the man dominic whoo I had to take a smoke on that one because I'm a grown man like him. That's right. I'm a grown damn man. And so we uh, we start out this whole story with uh, Dominic coming out in a dark room and he's airing all of his grievances, you know. <laughs> Daddy, I'm tired of this. <laughs> Always had to carry your ass on the goddamn ramp and my back hurt. It ain't my fault I'm taller than you. I'm grown, damn it. I'm a man. Yeah, he was just saying all his grievances. <laughs> and well, but that ending line of I'm a man, and then even while he's talking, you see Rhea feeding him what to say and how to say it. And it's oh guys, like the devil in your ear, but all oh, the devil is so just fine and cool. And you know what? We actually have exclusive, that's right, exclusive pickup on audio of what. Rhea said, pull it up, pull up, jockeys. Oh, there you go. That's right. Uh-huh. That's what she told him. She told him, you, you want me to do that thing I did last night, right? You want me to do it again? Well, do what Poppy say. That's right. That's what Rhea, a.k.a. Poppy, said. And, and look at that face. Look at that face. He was like, yeah, I like that thing. <laughs> I, like, I like that thing. Yeah, I like you, Rhea. <laughs> but, man, it's just, it's just crazy how... We went through this roller coaster of the judgment day. Like it don't get me wrong, it was still stupid. You know, it, it was it's on Vince's side, but it was still stupid for them to kick out edge and all that shit. But hey, when you can make a uh, shit into a little bit of sugar, why not? And that's exactly what uh exactly what Triple H has done. And he put a, another layer on the judgment day that I'm liking. I'm liking a little bit more. I'm starting to feel the judgment day a little bit more. I'm not feeling that damn bandana that uh, Finn Balor had on his eye, uh, looking like a damn—I <laughs> don't know—he looked like a demonic pirate. I don't know what he was going for with that. But, oh God, this is crazy. 
Tristan in the comments says Rhea is in little Eddie's ear whispering the whisper talk, <laughs> whispering the whisper song. <laughs> hey, how you doing, little Dom? Let me whisper in your ear. Tell you a little something that you like to hear. <laughs> oh God, yeah, Rhea, yeah, she's. She got it. She got him. Yeah, yeah. She 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 did that thing. He liked. She did that thing. And you know what? But it's not just about Dom. I like how they uh, was was more into my cell is how they even the story of Ray being the overprotective father, and that's almost pretty much being the reason why Dom really turned because he felt like okay you you don't trust me at all and then you don't have no faith in me i don't feel but then you took edge and oh my god there's just so much in that too that can be unfolded and it's just it's so wonderful but you have you know you have Ray Mysterio coming to Dominic. Why didn't you tell me all of this? I I didn't know. I'm I'm sorry. Please don't face Edge. He's, and at the same time, trying to warn him about Edge. And it's crazy because it's almost like you want to tell Ray, "Yo, don't even mention Edge. Talk about how you feel about your son." Because right now, it's like he's it's it's almost like Dom's like, "Nah, bro, you you you're not being the father that I wanted or needed." So no, no, it's cool. And look look at his face. He's just. He just so just disconnected from his dad, and it's this this story is it's going it's making a good turn, and I like that they that they built the Judgment Day kind of now around this turn, and it's making it a little bit more interesting, definitely more, um, even to the point again with uh, Ring and Edge when uh, Ray couldn't get to Dominic, he talked to Edge. Okay, look. I tried to talk to him. He's not listening yet, but give me more time. Just don't go into crazy edge mode and beat the shit out of my son. Please. Please help me, please. Edge is like, look, he, he said he's a grown-ass man. He said he can do grown-ass man things. I'm going to beat his ass like a grown man. And, <laughs> and you know what? That's exactly what Edge started to do. Edge was... Edge was a maniacal, just a maniacal beast on Dominic. Um, this was the main event match, Dominic versus Edge. And he, you know, of course, he was stopping, he was stopping him at every at every point. But first of all, also before I get too deep into the match, let me say I do like uh Dominic's new heel entrance too, or his judgment day entrance. I noticed how everybody from the judgment day pretty much kind of has the same song but it's like it, it got either slowed down or um put to the same you know kind of cadence to the uh the whole judgment day thing and it, it's dope i like it i like how they uh they kind of made his song darker and it fits it fits it's nice uh, again what they're doing with the judgment day is definitely bringing up some you know, some good feelings. I, I'm being more and more rightly sports entertained. You feel me? So th this is what real I, I don't I don't mind this type of sports entertainment. It still shows some seriousness, but hey, you know, you know, of course you can have a little bit of eye in the middle of there, but you know, it still has some good story in it and can still seem like it's something that can really 
happen, you know, some feelings that you can really have and stuff like that. And th this this was a perfect, perfect sign of that, exactly. You feel me? So much you can just work with with this uh, feud and with this uh, rivalry between Dominic and his father and Edge. I do believe this is going to go all the way to Extreme Rules also, and I'm feeling it. But this match did not end in a in anybody winning, but it ended in a disqualification when um, Rey Mysterio came down to help, but the numbers game was too much, and Dominic ended up putting a chair to Edge's knee and tearing that mess up. And we leave Raw with Judgment Day on top, looking strong, over Edge, Dominic looking like a, a, a newly emo teen that just was tired of his dad saying stuff so but hey i was down with it i was definitely definitely fell for that again let me know in the comments how did you feel about all of the how do you feel about the all of the eddie guerrero dominic and um edge debacle and you know let me let me know how you feel about the match and let me know how you feel about the whole storyline again for me I, i'm liking it um I actually feel a little bit more lighter and better about the Judgment Day. Go figure. I get go figure. All you need to do is just put some realism in them and not, you know, just try to make a magic because they're called Judgment Day. Oh, just who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? I know who. Triple H. <laughs> oh my God, my next sale, my next sale, and I, I, uh, I love that I can sell this. We have new. That's right, new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions in Damage Control, a.k.a. Sky and Kai. Man, I am so excited for them. I am, uh, God, I, I knew it was going to happen, but I was happy. I was ha I'm hella happy for them. Hella happy that this is happening. Man, it's, again, I, I feel like it's well-deserved. Uh, shoot, all the work they already put in NXT and Again, more signs that the Vince era is gone and Triple H era is not just here, but awesome. I guess you could say this is one of the first real call-ups. Well, EO is technically still a call-up because her, her her contract didn't expire. Yeah, Dakota got Dakota didn't get let go. So there's an EO kind of is like the real call-up that you could say now, you know, didn't lose their trajectory in their debut. You feel me? And like this, this greatness. Oh my God. The just gold. It's just straight gold. And what, what I feel like should have happened, you know, um, probably should have happened the last match they had, but you know, I get it. Gotta make storyline and how you know how they do, but Man, big ups, big ups, and another red cup award to them too. You know, I put my red cups up for damage control, getting them tag team championships. It just it looks so good. I can't wait to see who they defended against. Uh, I feel like they will put some prestige on them championships. They will put some real, real, and again, I say real prestige on them titles. So big ups, big ups to them. Came in as challengers. Came out champions. Let's go. Let's go. Another sale that I have. And oh man. Oh man. I when I say the best 
promoing the whole show. Just, just have me oh, just like, man, the whole time. Just every word that this man said oh, just damn. had. I, oh man, just, just give it up for Kevin Owens, man. Kevin Owens with his promo against um, uh, what's it called, Austin Theory. Chef's kiss. And that's why I say I don't know if it's because he is, it's because that he, you know, he's still on the shit list or it was just that great of, because Kevin Owens is still that great of a promo period still. But this was just golden. Because you had uh, Austin Theory, uh, you had Austin Theory coming out, to, you know, talk his regular shit. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm Mr. Money in the Bank. Nobody's like me. Da 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 da. And out of everybody, Kevin Owens comes out to confront him. And he pretty much tells him, look, we already heard what you said. We, we heard this many times. You look better. You are the best athlete. Da, 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 da. But you haven't shown it. You haven't shown anything. And you were, again, I say were, the hand-picked man around here. But you're not anymore. And that ended up causing uh, you know, uh, some fire coming from Kevin Owens. Uh, Kevin Owens told him, you know, you know what, what will make him a real champion is when he really fight and strive because he's been handed everything. And there was only pretty much one thing that was ever handed to Kevin Owens. And that's the only thing that they have in common. It was, oh my God, it was some wonderful stuff. Even to the point where after he said all of this theory, still tried to, you know, give him, you know, give his little bicep pose and, you know, pretend like he just shook it off. And he slapped the shit when i say slap the shit he slapped the holy hell shit out of theory and i <laughs> i was just oh, damn. i couldn't believe it i could not believe it just oh it's crazy i'm i'm selling i'm overselling i'm overselling i'm just I'm above the wall selling for that promo. That was amazing. Just straight amazing. Let me see what we got in the comments real quick. Tristan says, Buddy Matthews definitely likes to watch in the dark, but that's not in my business. Rhea makes him put the purple light on. Okay, uh, we're going to the next one. Tristan says, Kevin, the stepdaddy Owens was talking that real English. Man, just whoo. Like, you want to talk about, like, I, I really wanted him to even to go further further in, in that promo. Like, you want to talk about making an impact. This is the same man. This is the same man. And notice, he had, he went back to his original, um, his, his original Titantron video. He went to his original uh, gear where it's just all black and KO. He's just a prize fighter. This is the same man. This man. This Kevin Owens is the same man that while he was NXT champion, still in NXT, came to the main roster or whatever, came to the main roster, called out John Cena, beat his ass and beat him and still told him, I don't even want your championship because I'm the better champion because I'm a fighter. Oh, my God. The, this promo was amazing. Just just amazing. Just, oh. 
just again, I overly fell for it. Just the, the, oh, oh. oh, holy hell! That's right. Give it all to fail. Give it all to fail. Um, I am hoping that this even comes down to a match between Kevin Owens. Another match, because I know they're going to have one on Monday Night Raw, on the next Monday Night Raw. But I hope this comes to a match where KO even says, you know what, you don't even deserve that briefcase. And they have a match for it. And I would not mind KO winning and taking the briefcase in a match. Think about it. Think about it. I wouldn't mind that. That would be, I, I think I'd be down for that. And then now you have the prize fighter that has been really shorted from the title ever since Roman has became the tribal chief. Like, literally, he has been fingertips every single time. So that would be poetic justice. Oh, my God. Just, yeah. Yeah. And then just even more reason for Roman to be on his toes and just just because he he still don't have his wise man. Remember this: Roman still don't have his wise man. Yes, he has the Usos. Yes, he has a uh, crazy, uh, <laughs> crazy uh, orphan Sammy. That's just you know, hey, honorary Us and whatever. But he don't have his wise man, and that is the main one he needs. And I feel like with everything stacking up, he's not going to be able to keep his mind straight without his wife, man. And that's what's going to end up breaking him. So if, if because I, I know there's reports that say that, you know, he will for sure keep his title until WrestleMania. But if he don't, I'm telling you right now, the reason would be because his wife, man, his wife, man, is gone. That's why. That's why. Yeah, man, let me know how you feel about the Kevin Owens uh, segment with um with Austin Theory. Because it didn't even just end there because after the slap, it became just a brawl inside the ring. They went out of the ring. It even got to where I saw, oh, I think I saw a slow motion of Kevin Owens popped. Austin Theory, one good one in the nose and actually had him leaking. Just look at his nose. Just, ah. And he got a little bit of blood on the forehead too, so it just it looked like a good good little scrap. So even if there was a little bit of realism in there, yes, love it, keep it, <laughs> man. It, it was amazing, definitely, definitely amazing. Um, Ko, but keep on spitting that real shit. Keep on. Tristan in the comments, he said, "I think Sammy is in too deep undercover, and that's going to lead to an ass whooping of godly." proportions and that leads to ko face turn yeah yeah i, I like i really do feel that i feel the same for you like that they're, they're, like ko's gonna be the one to save sammy in the first place he is he is and but yeah sammy's gonna sammy's already in too deep like he but the crazy thing is i think also it's gonna be jay jay's gonna be the one to kick his ass out and i actually feel like the kick out is gonna be unwarranted and that's also why he's going to become a baby face because think about it, Jay's just been pissed off, period. Like, how the hell does this nigga get in? I've, I've been getting my ass beat for this shit. And he, Sammy just in talking about honorary ooze. Yeah, it's 
I know it's eating up at him. And I, I think it's going to be one of the things where it's going to be a little thing that happens that's not really that big, and J- Jay's going to blow up. He's going to be the one to kick him out. He's going to be the one to mess it up. And that that's, yeah, it's it's going to be a, a face turn for Sammy soon. Definitely. Definitely feel that, feel that going on. Uh, let's see. What, what else am I selling? Definitely, definitely am selling. Johnny Gargano's in-ring debut going up against a one Chad Gable. And you know what? I'm selling it on more than just Johnny Gargano's debut because this is the first time in a while. And again, I say in a while because they've done it before, but that they have really let Chad Gable go in that ring and show why he is there in the first place. I mean, they put on a clinic. I mean, you had Johnny Gargano going down, trying to play the mad game, you know, for Gable to show that, you know, hey, I, I can do it too. You know, um, it spoke a lot too because you got two guys that they talk about their size a lot. You know, um, hell, Vince used to call him Shorty G. You feel me? But they show that, yeah, we may be small, but we can get this shit done in the ring. And, you know, hey, it. it it's gonna. It gotta be a time where people stop that whole shit. I'm sorry. You feel me? Oh, it's not believable. You know they don't look believable that they can really fight. Do you know how many people lost the fight because they underrested maybe somebody because they didn't look like they could fight, quote unquote? Just stop the bullshit if they don't look like they. Come on now, please. We're in 2022 now. When are we gonna learn? There, there there's been such a thing as don't judge a book by its cover, and hey, where's a better place to show that than wrestling? You feel me? That's why Keith Lee is limitless. That's why he forever will tell you he's limitless. That means don't judge him by his cover. You see a big guy like that, like, oh, oh, yeah, you know, he's going to do regular big guy stuff. No, don't judge a book by his cover. Even with the small guys, don't judge a book by his cover. And I love what they did here. Chad Gable put on a goddamn motherfucking clinic. I mean, just... Oh my God! He showed why why he was in the Olympics. He showed why they picked him to come to WWE. I this is the stuff that shows. I feel like you know this reminded me of the Chad Gable that had me saying, "Man, if he can have at least have one match or even a mentorship with uh, Kurt Angle, God, that'd be awesome." So like that's the Chad that they showed in this match. And Johnny Gargano, I feel, was the perfect uh, opponent for that, too, especially both of them, again, coming from NXT from day one. You know, they both bleed back black and gold, so they had themselves a good old NXT match. And the crowd loved it, popped for it. This is awesome chance going, ringing. Um, Johnny wrestling chance. And again, I feel like both of them got over this time. And it was more than just especially for Chad. It was more than just silly shit going over. It's more than just the shoosh going over as a, you know, funny, entertaining heel thing. But their match got over. You feel me? So, I definitely, definitely are selling for that. Let me know how you feel in the comments. Are you selling or no selling for Johnny Gargano's in-ring debut with Chad Gable? Going to the comments. Tristan, going on fire in the comments says of the young bucks stay uh if the if the young bucks stay in aew sammy and kevin are gonna take the tag titles young bucks are staying in aew 
they need to stay in AEW. Please stay in AEW. I don't, I, yeah. I, they built the lane. Now stay in that lane. That's all I'm going to say for that one. Um, Tristan says Gable and Gargano was wrestling, wrestling. Beautiful. Man. Straight, straight up, real wrestling. As the as the crowd says, this is wrestling. And Tristan says, "Sell, sell, sell." That's right. Let let let's put up the sell for Tristan. Come on, let let let's let's help him sell a little bit. Come on, let's let's sell whatever your biggest sell is. If it's a, even if it's a uh, Dolph Ziggler sell, let's give him the best. Oh, sell. oh, holy hell! That's right. We selling for that match. We selling for that shit. That was. Beautiful. I would say match of the night. Chef Kiss. Wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Match of the night. Um, after this, um, <laughs> you know, of course, I didn't have all sales. Of course, I did not have all sales. Haven't had a couple of no sales. A couple of them. First thing, I'm no selling. First thing, I am definitely no selling. They're trying with Omos. They, they, I will give it to them. They're trying again, but it's back to the drawing board. Clearly, when it comes to Omos and his um, pretty much his push and his rise, um, they're going back to you know getting the enhancement talent and having them throw, throw them around. Um, I'm not gonna lie to me. He still looked a little bit sloppy, <laughs> especially when it comes to that big boot, like the snake eyes into the big boot. Now we've seen that done. Now, if you're going to do that move, we've seen that move done effortly, effortlessly, I'm sorry, effortlessly from Undertaker for years. So if you're going to do that move, if you're going to pick up that move, I need you to train and get that move right. Like, I mean, like the speed, all that. I need you to get that shit right. The, the, the timing, all because it, it looked a little bit sloppy. I'm just, I'm just going to say it. It just did. Um... But yeah, I'm, I'm a no sell that man. It, it it just it's just back to the drawing board, and the draw the back to the drawing board is still not seeing that impressive yet. So we'll see where it goes with Omos and you know what Triple H can get out of him, because um you know that was reported that you know that's one of the people that kind of wondering where he's gonna go, what's gonna be the plan for him. You feel me? If he forever just gonna be just squashing enhancement talent, is that all he's gonna do? While saying, oh, it's my house. You let me know, man. I, uh, you can let me know how you felt about it. How do you feel about Omos? Uh, do you think that Omos, uh, you know, do, do you think that his push has been or will be better? Uh, like I said, for me, I'm no selling it just for the day. Again, I'm not giving up on the homie. But, yeah, it just, yeah. <laughs> I had to no sell it, man. I had to. Uh Tristan says, God rest to test. Man, uh, man's had the best boot next to Taker. Omos need to work on that. And man, it just yo, like it looked so it, I don't even know how to explain how sloppy it looked. It's like, first of all, the throw to the turnbuckle, you can tell like. He was taking his time and slowing it down because he didn't want to hurt nobody. And like I again appreciate that, but you can tell it wasn't effortless. Like, you know, I'm doing this way, like you know, in a flow to where it looks like I'm not 
you know, I'm actually not trying too hard to keep you safe. I'm just, you know, flowing with it. That and then, you know, him running. The funny part, this, I swear, this is the funniest thing that I've heard on commentary <laughs> tonight, only because of the wording. Usually when a big guy is, you know, very agile, they, they just say, you know, he's big and fast. You know, you, you'll say that about, you know, Undertaker, you know, at times. You'll say that especially about Keith Lee, um, a Samoa Joe, big and fast, right? <laughs> I do believe it was Baron, uh, Byron Sack that said he, he's big and not slow. That mean he's fast though, but he just he's not slow. He's just he's working on it. <laughs> he's big and not slow. I don't know that word choice. Uh, that word choice kind of took me out a little bit. It was it was funny. It was funny to me. But yeah, man, I am I'm no selling Omos. You let me you let me know though how you feel about Omos. All my listeners also on Spotify and Anchor. Let me know how you feel about Omos. Are you know are you digging it? Do you think you know he has you know, a lot of potential even right now. Um, just let me know how you feel. Right, you know, what are your ideas to make Omos, you know, more pop to you? You know, let me know. Let me know. Um, the next one, I am. <laughs> here's, here's I First of all, let me just say this. I will always sell Bianca. I will always, always, always sell Bianca. So I am selling Bianca. I, I I am selling for uh for Bianca her promo just her being there period and having open challenge I'm selling for that. What I am no selling is the person that answered the goddamn challenge. I, why why did it have to be why why did it have to be Sonya? Why why did it have to be Sonya? I just want to know what. I get it. They had they had a little past thing when she was an official and all this, but I, I, I feel like that was during Vince era, and I don't want to mention anything else during Vince era. Loki, I don't. So yeah, it, it, it kind of yeah. I had the same face that Bianca had. Like what? Really? Why? Just <laughs> why are you here? And he even somebody said, "Oh, are you surprised?" And everybody Loki was like, "Yeah, yeah, we kind of am." A little bit uh, first, aren't you a SmackDown? I guess really, we're just saying forget about the brand split until this whole draft that's supposed to happen because it it's just like what it, it even got so sloppy to where they acknowledge that Sonya Deville is a SmackDown superstar. Now, usually, when you're a SmackDown superstar, no matter where you go, your nameplate is going to have the SmackDown emblem around it, right? But this time, Sonya had the raw, uh, had the raw um, Titan drawn and the whole little stuff. So I, they're just, they're, I feel like they're just throwing up their hands until the draft. I feel it. Um, and maybe Triple H was like, "Look, you know, we'll we'll start fresh from there." And if so, all right, I'll take that. But man, it, <laughs> I just can't when they when, when they talk about, oh yeah, so you you surprised me for SmackDown? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. Just surprised you're here to answer this challenge, but I'm not surprised you're for SmackDown. Just <sighs> okay, but um, it was a cool match, you know. Um, but of course, Bianca gets the win, gets the KOD on Sonya. 
And this was to open up, you know, more of the conversation pretty much for Bailey, though, to come out and just, you know, pretty much rub it in. Like, oh, see, I'm so much in your head that you had to do an open challenge. So you just can't get over that. I pin you at Clash of the Castle. So um, I can't wait to their match. I can't wait to their match. And um, it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be real good. Can't wait. Tristan in the comments says, uh, Byron might get hurt. As Jerome once said, watch your mouth. Hey, for real. Look, I died laughing though. He was like, he is big and not slow. I said, you made sure you didn't say fast because you knew getting damn well. <laughs> you knew getting damn well he was not running fast at all. <laughs> oh man. Hey, but you know, also I give it up from um, Byron though. He been he been getting a little bit more balls when it comes to uh uh Corey Graves, he be kind of telling him off a little bit. Uh, okay, I'm like, all right, definitely. Well, from a no sale to another sale that I'm selling now. This, you know what? Again, I'm gonna say this again. This is how you do sports entertainment. It's not. I, I feel like it's not too silly. It's just enough. It's funny, but also it's interesting, and it's in this realism. He's not magic. He's just. We, we just we'll find out why he and how he made it in these houses and stuff. But the story between the Miz and Dexter Loomis is so wonderful. It, it's oh my god! It just uh, this one you had a segment where Dexter Loomis, I mean not Dexter, you had Miz in his house and he set up an interview so he felt more safe. All the cameras are around. So he felt like probably, you know, he wouldn't get in if one the security's up, the dogs is up, the alarm is on, and they were supposed to go out, but he's like, Oh no, I got I got an interview and I'll probably we shouldn't go out. Oh my god, it's it's wonderful. Show it, I, I love I love it. It's, it's almost looking like almost looking like a movie, uh, almost like one of those comedy movies that's a little bit of a horror. That's what it's feeling like. Um, all in while while the camera's panning from left to right, you see little shadows of Dexter Loomis in the window. I can't wait for a match. I can't wait for a match, but this is highly sports entertaining. Oh, <laughs> I love Dexter Loomis. I love, you know, this index was great. So, you know, we might even see some index because we already know Indy will be moving up. So she's going to be moving up with her, man. And I think, I think she might come with, um, Maurice trying to help out Miz, so I'm down for that. But you know, Miz is in a hurry, so you know he finally leaves, and you know he's trying to lock up. You know he says, "Oh, security is here, so we'll be all good." And as they leave, you find out that Dexter Loomis has made it into Miz's home, and he even drew a little picture of Miz and Mrs. and the kids. First of all, he's a great ass artist. That 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 is dope as hell, but creepy as fuck at the same time. <laughs> but I'm definitely selling for it. I am um I'm very sports entertained by this. And I think I think it's good. I think it's funny. Again, I don't feel it's too silly, but it's it's good. It works out. It it takes you it takes me a little bit back to the nineties days when they when they had still like a little bit of comedy set comedy. Um, how do you say a comedy feud that I feel this is what I like to call it. This, that's what this is 
but it's still a good feud and you know it's still, it's still a rightful feud and like damn you're following me bro like what is your problem so hey you know we'll see we'll see where how this unfold what this unfold maybe you find out more of what Dexter Lumis have been doing and why those those cars and stuff have been on fire and whatnot you know, you know so I am very sports entertained by this storyline and story and I am selling 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 for it over the sale. Because I, I, I couldn't stop laughing. Okay, I just couldn't. Especially, again, especially with uh, <coughs> Dexter Loomis in the window. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. But, um, yeah, as for Raw, that has been Monday Night Raw. All in all, I say for Raw, I give it a sale. I give it a sale. Um, it kept me It kept me intrigued. Um, there was only about I'll say about two segments that I won't even say fully lost me, but it just, you know, I guess you could say I didn't agree with, but I would sell for this. I'll sell for this one. I don't give it a full sale. I don't give it a ladder sale. I don't, I don't get, I don't even give it a Dolph Ziggler sale, but oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking some chops from Gunter. I'm taking some chops. Like I'm, I'm taking a little, I'm taking some chops for sure. For sure. Ah, it hurts. <laughs> But man, all in all, I am selling for Monday Night Raw. It was a good one. But let me know how you feel in the comments. Did you like Monday Night Raw? Were you were you down with all of you know what everything that happened? Did it keep you in touch for are in tune for all those three hours? And again, all in all, don't forget what Rhea said. If you want Rhea to do that thing that he likes again, he better listen to Poppy. That's right, Dominic. Listen to Poppy. Just just listen. I'm telling you. It'll be the best thing you did. You're already doing it. Just just keep listening to Poppy. Just promise. It's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so yeah, man. Well, let's see what we got here. Let's see what we got here. After a good old fella, no fail. And then once again. If the show's not over, but you let me know, man. How did you feel? Did you feel our notes for this Monday night, bro? How did you feel? And now, let's see. You already know this is our it's our our favorite times. The time that we make a little bit therapeutic, and you know, it's when we have a little bit of a rant, a little bit you know we probably didn't like, it's part of something we didn't like to see, and you know, it's time to bleed. It's the blade job, people. That's right. Time to bleed. Um, you know what? Let me just let me just put this up again. The Black Rex, uh, Wexcellence Five Hundred. All of these wrestlers on this list are top-notch, awesome wrestlers, and there's a reason why it's called Black Wrestlings, even down to number five hundred, which there has been some talk about even that too. Look, fuck the number. It's about being acknowledged. Okay? You're like, hey, we see you out there grinding. That's what it's about. Fuck the number. Please. And and, and like, look, shit, shit, they're striving. Everybody, everybody on that list is striving. It might end up up or down on that damn list. But the main thing is they're on the list, bruh. Come on now. Stop, stop, stop the bullshit. Stop that. And then stop the little sub arguments, because then you get the little sub, you know, groups. Oh, you know, we're for this one. 
this, 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 I, you know, this is about to me. This is, this. it's about togetherness. Now, if you can't be together on this shit, shit, don't talk about it. Cause not, that's all that I feel right here. Black excellence, black, uh, black wrestling, black wrestling excellence, however you want to think it. That's, that's what this is. And that's what it is. So yeah, man. And once again, you know, big ups to our, you know, our brothers and sisters that's on there. You know, Ren from La La, uh, Shane Taylor. You feel me, O'Shea. You feel me, Jay Bougie is on there. You feel me, One Forty Tizu. You feel me uh, again. Big ups to our boy Alex Kane, number thirty five. You feel me? Just come on now, man. Oh, it, it, it's so good to see the family on there, bro. So good. It's over to see everybody else there. But, hey, that's my blade, though. Like, stop with the bullshit, man. Like, I think it's going to forever be my blade for the wrestling community. Can we just love wrestling and stop with all the petty arguments and shit? Can we just stop, like, even when it comes to the whole CM Punk um, shit, are they paying your bills? Are they? Are you getting paid by Tony Khan? Are you getting paid by Triple H? Like, no, then just be a fucking fan. Like I'm, I'm tired of like you're not, you're not in the locker room. Let let the locker room fight for the locker room or whatever. I, let, let them do that shit. I know it's discouraging for some of the fans because it's like I just want to enjoy the wrestling, and I feel you on that. But if, you, but you know, if you're gonna talk about it, stop all the argument and shit. Like you're in the in the goddamn locker room yourself. Just stop it. Just enjoy fucking wrestling. If you're not a wrestler yourself, just enjoy fucking wrestling. You feel me? And let's just talk about it. You're a journalist, be a journalist. You feel me? You know, like, get, you know, get your scoop and whatnot, but, like, leave that other petty, you know, personal arguing shit. Leave that. Leave the ghetto shit. It's been too many times people have been noticing the rest of the ghetto all the time. Like, let, let's, let's just show you be more fun, too. Please. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's my play, man. That's my play. Just, just a little bit. Just, just, just a little bit. I just, I don't know. It's just getting tiring. I just want to be a, I just want to be a real fan. You feel me? It's like Pinocchio just came out. I want to be a real boy. I just want to be a real fan. And I just love wrestling. Be a real fan. Please. But you know what? For the last match. That's right, the last match is that time. It's time for your main event. And you know the last match is the last conversation piece of the day. The last uh, conversation piece of the, of the episode. Something to, you know, keep you thinking about until the next episode and maybe we can have a talk about it. But I wanted to go back to Cody Rhodes' tweet. And that, you know, again, is uh, assumingly about the old CM Punk, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and then find out that there was more back there too. But that whole shindig that was ha- that happened. Um, and go back to that. So Cody Rhodes says, and people wonder why I left. So my question on the table is: Do you think that this has been going on all along? Do you think that this is real? Do you really think that the books have been sabotaging other people or trying to? Either causing them to leave or getting them pissed off to the point where they want to cuss people out and go to business for themselves. Do you believe it? Do you think so? Uh, 
I say for me, I can see it. You know, you saw when I asked Mac before, you know, with, even with the whole video game thing, you know, it's like uh, we're leaving FTR off. You know, it's it's just certain little little subtleties. But, you know, that was very eye-opening for Cody to say, you know, and, and now look, now you wonder why I left. You know, it's like it almost brings the like, oh, you didn't say, you said something without saying something. Because now all you're saying is now, just, just look. That's all you got to do now. You want to find answers on why and everything like that. All you got to do is keep your eyes open. Now, the main part about this is, though, after your eyes are open, because here's the thing, I feel like, I feel like whatever AEW just like 2020, you're going to open your eyes to a lot of bullshit that has gone on or that is going on in the in backstage and all that shit. Da, da, da. Some stuff that I've already speculated, whatever. Now, the ball's in your court, just like 2020. You see all this shit now. How are you going to react to it? What are you going to do? You feel me? If you want better, how are you gonna how are you gonna ask for better? If you don't want better and you think it's all good and you just you know you cool with the, all the hullabaloo, <laughs> I sound so old saying that shit. But if you're down with all that, you know, um, okay, like you know, let me know. You know, let me know how you feel. You know. Um, me again. I, I'll I'll say yeah. I believe it. I, I believe that the young bucks and, and and you know Kenny and anybody else in the group that really felt like bro, you're bringing you're bringing this you know real corporate stuff to here. It's like bro, bro, y'all made it a corporate thing. I'm, I don't. I think a lot of people don't realize once you leave a certain because we we have we, uh, a certain I say caliber of. TV or, or even filming or whatever, you're on a whole nother level. You did make it corporate. You feel me? You're trying to live the indie on screen is like it's not it's, that's not fully gonna work. Not fully. You have great indie matches. You feel me? Like the way and, and like really show that there are great stuff out there, but as far as running your business like that, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. You 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 can't. You're not gonna get off as smooth with you know. Oh, I don't like you, so I'm gonna, you know, try to bury you in front of everybody. You know, that's not that's not gonna go over as well, especially with somebody that's as serious in the business as Punky is, as FTR is. You know what I mean? That's not gonna go over very well. You're gonna get shit like you gotta perform. So. Yeah, you know, but you let me know, man. That's the last match, just the last thought, you know. But what do you think? Like, really sit down and think about it. You feel me? Before you just, you know, blindly, well, yeah, AEW, and yeah, they built it, so yeah. No, just think about it. Again, yes, everybody was unprofessional, so take that shit out. We already, you already agree on that. Cool. But can you see that happen? Can you see that this whole debauchery of the young bucks being jealous probably can be probably could be a little bit of a cause? And I, again, I don't think the full thing because you know everybody else's reaction and actions count too. But I I don't think they're full saints. Let's just say that, okay? But that's the last match. You let me know what you think in the comments though. Put it in there. You know, again. We are on 
YouTube, we are on Facebook, and also we are on Twitter. Let us know in the comments. And also, if you're listening to us, we're on Spotify and Anchor. And, you know, just go ahead, anywhere in the comments. And you never know, you might get an answer back from us. You know, because yeah, we, we love one thing we love doing is talking wrestling, and especially talking talk wrestling with y'all. So, let me know in the comments how you feel about Raw, how you feel about this news. And, you know, what's going on? And you know what? I know we do it on, fun, on Sunday, but let me hit y'all with a little bit of indie state of mind, 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 mind. That's right. Or, you know, we just talk about some stuff happening on the independent circuit. And coming up very soon in October, October 21st to be exact. That's right. PCW is back. PCW Ultra is back with Set in Stone. And they have some uh, awesome lineup. Let's just see what they got coming in. Set in Stone for Set in Stone is Jay Vidal, the Ultra Light Champion. And, you know, he will be facing Lince Dorado. That's right. The one and only. That's right, Lince Dorado. You know, the one that was on here that had an interview. Yeah, you know that. That one. Yeah. Lucha Lit. I mean, Lucha Lit. Yeah. Mr. Lucha Lit, man. He, he's going to be going against Jay Vidal, and he will be in effect at Set in Stone PCW. Get your tickets. I'm telling you, get your tickets right now. You don't want to miss it. I want to tell you about this uh, main event. You're going to want to get your tickets like right now. So I'm just I'm just pre-warning you, but it's still going down the line. Also coming in, we're going to have Shane Haste, also known as uh, Shane Thorne in WWE. He will be in the building set in stone for PCW Ultra. Also, Papa Wesco will be there as, you know, War Beast goes up against the one and only uh, the, the, uh, the one and only Bodega. Yeah, you already know. This, this feud is never going to end. It's never going to end. So, can't wait to see what's going on. Also, Matt Van, uh, Van Drek. Oh, my God. All right, hold on. I gotta, I gotta say it right though. I, I gotta, I gotta get it right. I gotta take the banner out the way. Hold on. There we go. There we go. Matt Van, uh, Van Dragriff. Van Dragriff. There we go. Ah, got it right. There we go. But Matt Van Dragriff will be there also. Um, this one, for, I will say for me, he he is new for me. But if you do know anything about, please, please put it in the comments. Let me know. And uh, but also, if you got put in the stone. You already know he's gonna be a bomb. He's gonna be bombing that ring. And he's gonna put on a great show for y'all. So get your tickets ASAP. The newly free agent, the you know, the radioactive poppy Danny Limelight will be in the building at PCW Ultra set in stone. That's right again. I said the new free agent. You feel me? So, you know, everybody, all you know, all companies, everybody, if you're looking for somebody, Danny Limelight, thank you, the free agent. Might want to get that man ASAP. WWE, AEW, Impact. I'm just saying, y'all might want to get that. Might want to get that man ASAP. Just saying. Also, going to be in the building at PCW Ultra will be Lucas Riley, another friend of the fam, another friend of the Smart Psychology Pod. Man, uh, soon to have him on soon. Can't wait until we do. Can't wait to let y'all know when that's going to be. But uh, yeah, get your tickets, man. When I say he's a human highlight reel. Amazing. His last match with B-Boy. Ah, oh, Super Kick went crazy. And then got that one, two, three. And speaking of going crazy, we got Casey Navarro in the building, man. He's about to, oh my God, he's about to set 
the whole ring of blaze, man. You don't want to miss that, bro. It's going to be going down. But uh, you already know that ain't it. That ain't it because we still went prepared for good old women's wrestling. And we got the ultra woman champion. That's right. Viva Van, a.k.a. Viva Five Belts. That's right. Not Viva One, not Viva Two, not Viva Three, not even Viva Four, but One, Two, Three, Four, Five. That's right. Viva Five Belts in the building at PCW Ultra. And guess what? Guess what? about to be on the show very soon so look out y'all look out that's right very very soon look out we will have viva van on the show to talk you know just talk everything wrestling talk her you know her trailblazing trail as she go on and just winning championship after championship traveling and this her match going coming up because she got a, she got a bomb match coming up too because she's going up against sumi sakai oh my god Tell you, you might want to get you might want to get you, you might want to get your tickets. Viva versus Sony. You might want to get your tickets. I'm, t- I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you. I'm already gonna predict though that Viva is so hell-bent that she's gonna keep that championship as long as she's breathing and it is attached to her. She might just have to gift give it up. Cause nobody else is gonna beat her for that championship. It's no, no, I say no. <laughs> I say no. Let's go, Viva. Also, you already know the homie Toa Leona will be in the building. Oh man! Uh, the last time me and my brother talked to him, you know, it was a great convo. Got him, gotta have him on the Smart Psychology Podcast very soon. Look out for that. But definitely, man, PCW Ultra is looking real good now. For the main event, and for the people that's gonna be there, this is gonna be a very special event because. Recently, it was supposed to be Karrion Cross or Killer Cross going up against Alex Hammerstone for the PCW Ultra Heavyweight Championship. But because of, you know, foreseen things happening, Karrion Cross beating the shit out of Drew McIntyre now in WWE, so he had to improvise. So now we are having the first ever. PCW Ultra Vault match. That's right. You heard me right. You heard me right. PCW Ultra Ultra Vault match. Now let me pull up these rules right now, so you know we can all, you know, kind of, kind of get, kind of get, get a little bit of feeling of what to expect from this match. Pull this up real quick. Here we go. So. The rules, uh, the rules of the match. We have four men that enter. One man escapes. Who will enter the Ultra Vault and who will escape as champion? That's what we have so far. And we already have our entrance. Of course, our first entrant is our champion, if you can pay attention. Welcome. Access granted. That's right. The first entrant in the PCW Ultra Vault will be none other than the champion himself, Mr. Alex Hammerstone. But oh wait, but oh wait, we must see who, who 
whoa, whoa, is number two. Access granted. That's right. Scaff is going to be the second entrant in the PCW Ultra Vault. Still don't know all of the details as in like what the Ultra Vault is going to look like. But just know this is going to be a big, big match. And I'm telling y'all, you do not want to miss this event. So go ahead. Get your tickets now. PCWUltra, eventbrite.com. You already know your boy, the Smart Bros, are going to be there. So why don't I just leave us there? Tell me, get your tickets now. PCWUltra, set in stone, eventbrite.com. Our PCWUltra.com. Hashtag get your tickets. I know Young Rich is not here right now. to really give my hashtag. But I'm going to give it right now. Hashtag get your tickets. And then, you know, you feel me? And so, before we get out of here, you know I got to give you my Red Cup Awards. I got to give you my shout-outs for the week. And, you know, big shout-out, big, 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 big shout-out to the homie. That's right, Shane Taylor. That's right, man. Shout-out to my bro, man, getting up in impact and making a goddamn impact. Going up against Crazy Steve. Even before the match even started, the crowd champion STP. Going down, man. Big red cup up to you, man. Shane, salute, bro. Gotta have you on the show very soon. Gotta have you on the show, man. Um, next red cup award, man. You already know, man. Again, I can't mention it enough. Goes to my family and everybody that's on the BW 500, the Black Wrestling 500 list, man. Shout out to all y'all. Y'all bust your ass. And y'all deserve to be acknowledged. All the way down to number 500. Okay. All the way down. Okay. I'm just saying. Big up to you. But of course, you know, again, we love our family. So, again, Red Cup up to Rev. Red Cup to you. Red Cup's up to Ruthless Lala. Number one, Big Cup's up to you, man. Love you, sis. Because of the shame, because of the Alex, because up to everybody, Isaiah, everybody on the list, Jay Bougie, everybody on the list, man. Big ups to all our family. And let's keep, let's keep showing them why black wrestling draws. Let's keep showing them, man, why the culture still do the damn thing in this wrestling business. You feel me? Look, man, let's, let's keep on showing them. And you know what else? How about y'all show me? Some more, some more love and support, man, because I love y'all, man. I give a red cup up to y'all every time. I thank y'all for tuning in. I thank y'all for listening. And, you know, I thank y'all for just being here with us and for the ride. You feel me, Tristan? Red cup up for you for the uh, for your comments, bro. Keeping in tune with the conversation. Uh, big red cup up to Young Rich Guinea, you feel me? Always been here. Always been here. Day, one of the day one listeners, day one viewers. You know what? Just like this, big up to all the supporters. And if you want to be supported, if you're new to the show, if you're just not viewing, if you're just not viewing on YouTube, uh, not viewing on Facebook, or even just not viewing on Twitter, here's what you can do. Show some more support. First, 
all the other apps you want, go to YouTube and subscribe to Small Psychology Podcast. You feel me? Just, just click that subscribe button right now. Go ahead and click that like button and go ahead and, you know, get some comments in there and share. Share the Small Psychology, man. Let's join the Smart Five. Let's everybody get in here and just have some good old smart time and let's talk some psychology. You feel me? But yeah, make sure you hit that subscribe button right there on Smart Psychology Podcast on YouTube. Once again, that Smart Psychology Podcast on YouTube. Shall I say it one more time for everybody listening in the back? That's right. Again, that Smart Psychology Podcast on YouTube. Go ahead and click that subscribe button. And come on, man, join the Smart Five. Also, follow us on all social media networks. That's right. Follow us on Twitter at Smart Psych Pod. Follow us on Instagram at Smart Psychology and also follow us on Facebook at Smart Psychology Podcast. Man, just hit that follow button, man. And just stay in tune with everything we post, man. We post some funny stuff. We post some, some, some open conversation posts. And also, man, we will keep you informed on all new episodes coming up, especially interviews. And man, oh man, when I say the interviews are coming rolling in, you do not want to miss what's coming up. So go ahead and click that follow button once again. That is follow us on Twitter. At Smart Psych Pod on Instagram at Smart Psychology and Facebook at Smart Psychology Podcast. And as you know, to all our viewers, you might say, you know what, I don't always have time to be looking at y'all, man. Or you know what, you might come on too late. It's past my bedtime. I'm sorry. It is okay. It's okay, cause man, thank God for technology. Cause man, we are on Spotify and we are on Anchor. You can listen to us the next morning, or you can listen to us right after our episode on YouTube. But just come on and hit that follow button on Spotify and go to Anchor, type in uh, Smart Psychology Podcast, and go ahead and hit that follow button on there. And you can have us in your earbuds, have us on your speakers, wherever you want to play it, play us in your car, and have a good old combo with us, man. And you already know. As you join the smart side, continue to comment this video, like this video, share this video. This has been your boy, the J-K-L-A-S-S-I-C-K. That's right, your boy is classic because he's so sick with it. And hey, this has been another Raw Classic episode. And you already know, catch me some bat time, same fat channel. Just join the smart side. Peace. Yeah.